Ramadan Reflections, Day 5 The Spiritual Status of Women and Men in Islam A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh And welcome back to Ramadan Reflections for 2023 Today being the fifth day of the blessed month of Ramadan We continue in this review and series of verses under the theme of not like the other women of the Quran We've looked at the, uh, very briefly, obviously, the status of women in pre-Islamic Arabia. We looked at a couple of passages about how the pre-Islamic Jahli Arabs regarded women uh, to the point of actually killing their own uh, daughters alive. We looked at the fact that they would love to attribute daughters to Allah, that the angels were the daughters of God, but they did not want to have daughters because they felt them to be a burden, they were just eye candy, they couldn't hold a debate, they couldn't hold a conversation, and so on and so forth. Uh, yesterday, you recall, we looked at the topic of the creation of women, comparing and contrasting to the Bible, which regarded the woman as being a part of, a, of the man, created from the rib of man, that God had to go in and do uh, an open surgery and take out a rib and create the woman from that. We looked at how chapter 4 of the Quran, Surah An-Nisa, verse 1, regarded women. And today we want to look at the topic of the spiritual status of women and men in Islam because they are both mentioned side by side in the Qur'an. So today we turn our attention again to the Qur'an to see how does Allah speak about the man and the woman, the woman and the man. They're equal in terms of the creation. Uh, but what about more than that? What about their spiritual worth, their spiritual status? If they're equal in terms of their creation, physical creation that is, are they also equal in terms of the spiritual status? So today I want to look at this topic very briefly, uh, look at the general verses in terms of the spiritual status of both men and women, recognizing that there are actually multiple verses of the Quran which we could have picked to review this topic. Um, obviously we want to just focus in on one passage or one verse for today. And later on in our discussions, we will uh, you know, review the other ayat of the Qur'an. But today, at least, we want to look at chapter number 3, which is Surah Al-Imran, verse number 195. Now, scholars note, uh, that is the scholars of tafsir of the Qur'an, they note that uh, this verse was revealed for multiple reasons. There are multiple histories of revelation. One of the opinions states that Umm Salama, Umm al-Mu'mineen Umm Salama, one of the wives of the Prophet of Islam, Prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and his family, she came to him one time and said that, you know, there are many verses in the Quran about the acts which men are rewarded for. There's jihad, there's migration, there's, there's self-sacrifice, and so many more things that men do. She was wondering, what about women? Did they also have a share in these same rewards and actions? And so she obviously had to go to the Prophet and ask him. And when the Prophet was asked this, he waited for revelation to come. And Allah, as he would always do, would reveal to the Prophet. And Allah said the following to the Prophet, answering Umm Salama and anybody else who had this question. He says, And thus does their all-gracious and generous Lord answer them, I do not leave to waste the work of any of you engaged in doing good, whether male or female as males and females following the same way. You are all one from the other. Hence, those who have emigrated in my cause and been expelled from their homelands and suffered hurt in my cause and have fought and been killed. Indeed, I will blot out from them their evil deeds 
and will admit them into gardens through which rivers flow as a reward from Allah with infinite mercy and power to fulfill whatever He promises. With Allah lies the best reward. Now, the entire verse, as you can see, speaks to the question of Umar Salama and even perhaps other women at the time of Prophet Muhammad. May Allah bless him and his family and even women of today who are wondering, do women get equal reward? Equal pay for equal work, right? In the West, this is a huge topic. Women should be paid the same for the same work that they do that men do. What about rewards? What about the spiritual returns? Well, look at this. Let's try and break up this verse and review it. You know, first off, Allah is addressing all people. He clearly said men and women in this verse. Thus does their all gracious and generous Lord answer them. Not answers the men. He answers everybody, men and women alike. Them here being more so the women who are asking the question, but also men who were also a part of these same thoughts in their minds. Allah was also addressing and responding to them and you and I today. Now, in order for there to remain no ambiguity uh, and that nobody would lose their reward for their doing goods, regardless if they were a male or a female, Allah follows it up and He says, I do not leave to waste the work of any of you engaged in doing good. So this portion of the verse actually shows us, brothers and sisters, that Allah is focusing on both the action as well as the actor, the person doing the act, and that his rewards are gender neutral. It doesn't matter if a man or a woman do the act, the good action, they both receive a reward. But to stress on this and to remove any ambiguity from the minds of them at the time of the Prophet's revelation or today, Allah adds, whether male or female. He could have left it out, but he mentioned both. You know, the reason why his rewards are guaranteed for either gender is because, as he says, all as males and females, you're following the same way. You are all one from the other. You're not a, a, women aren't a foreign species of, of creation. This is that same theme that we saw yesterday, the beginning of Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 1, in which both genders were mentioned as being from one another. Allah repeats the same thing here with a slight different wording, but the same general understanding. From here, Allah then provides us with specific examples of those who are rewarded. Now, that doesn't mean there are no other instances of why he rewards. However, since Umm Salama had asked the Messenger of Allah, Prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and his family, the question, so Allah responds to her and all women and tells them and tells us as well today in 2023. He says, hence those who have emigrated in my cause and have been expelled from their homelands and have suffered hurt in my cause and have been fought and been killed, Indeed, God says, I will blot out from them their evil deeds and will admit them into gardens to which rivers flow as a reward from Allah. That same Allah that you and I know as infinite with mercy and power to fulfill whatever He promises. Because with Allah lies the best reward. Now, the reward of paradise is not limited to men. It's not only men that go to heaven. Allah confirms that women also will receive this same reward and they will be granted the blessings which He has reserved for men and women that do righteous actions and that are pious, God-fearing believers. If we reflect on our previous sessions, mostly the session two and three, and the lack of respect and honor which the pre-Islamic Arabs had for women, 
you and I can begin to see how the Quran was slowly trying to transform the society, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, day by day. The Quranic revolution could not happen overnight. It was a gradual process. And it was there to ensure a better understanding of women and their place in society. And this would continue and Allah would reveal many other verses which the believers would read at that time and reflect upon and help them to change their very narrow, shallow vision of humanity. As I hope that people are doing as we review this theme and will continue to do. Now, one such area that would be a level of interaction that the, prophet, the Muslims would have is with the people of the book. And so they are hearing stories which are narrated to them from the Old Testament, as we alluded to on the creation of women. And some of these stories would make people think that the reason for the downfall of the human being from paradise, uh, that Jannah that they were in, that was due to Hawa, Eve, peace be upon her, and her tempting her husband Adam. Now, is this the uh, Quranic notion? It's very much the biblical narrative that Eve tempted Adam by the help of the, of, the, of the Satan. But what does Islam say in this regard? Well, join us tomorrow on the sixth day of the month of Ramadan as we delve into the false notion of the spiritual descent of Adam and Hawa, peace be upon both of them, and how Allah addresses both of them equally, making both of them equally accountable and responsible for the action they did that necessitated them to arrive to uh, the station that they do at a much faster pace than would have been uh, and had they not gone through the actions and naturally lived out their existence uh, for that time period in the gardens. God willing, tomorrow do join us and we will review, continue to review, not like the other women in the Quran. Until then, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.